Hello and welcome to episode one of the Haggers Living Podcast. We're so glad to have affiliate owner of CrossFit Cooper, Trent Hole, join us today. I uh, just have a little bit of a discussion about what Trent does, uh, how he got to where he is today, and a little bit about deeper meaning behind what uh, Haggers Living means to him. So to get us started, Trent, why don't you tell us a little bit about yourself, where you came from, and sort of how you ended up in the position you're in today. Thanks, Matt. Thanks for having me on today. Uh, I was born in Melbourne, grew up in Canberra. I've got uh, a younger brother and older brother, Ryan and Adam. Uh, Mum and dad are both very supportive of myself growing up um, in all sorts of sports and schooling. I um, moved to Brisbane in my early mid-twenties um, where I was teaching. Um, before teaching, I was, did a, a few years of a company making apprenticeship, got in teaching, and then also during that time I was doing my some PT work as well. Did a bit of PT um, at Parliament House in Canberra and various gyms. Then got into teaching and was teaching for about 10 years. Um, while doing that, was doing some PT on the side, which sort of led to where we are today. Yeah. In the uh, space room today is CrossFit Cooper. I've been very fortunate to be in here for uh, almost four years now. Obviously learnt 99% of my craft under you at CrossFit Cooper in the fitness industry. Uh, it's obviously a fantastic community you've created here. What do you think the sort of the thing that ties everyone together at CFC is, and what and how have you sort of created that? I guess. Uh, I think it sort of the community was sort of because it was the business started so small as a hobby to start with, um, and then sort of I guess my experience growing up with sport, and then ten years of uh, teaching, um, been involved in community within schools, sports. Um, I sort of try to incorporate that into into the gym. Um, and then being from, you know, only having sort of two or three clients, putting up to where we are now. We're just able to build that, that community and um, try to teach the rights and the wrongs and then build the community from there. And then the people from within that community um, push that forward and with their values and morals. Yeah, absolutely. So you say you started from sort of the three to four client base. What, um, what can you give to someone who's starting their sort of first business these days and they're worried about trying to find customers, in particular the PT industry? I know it can be hard to get your first few clients What's probably the biggest takeaway that you've learned in your 10 plus years in the fitness industry? Being in it for the long term, it's not something that's going to happen in one, two, three, or even five years. Look, probably long term is in 10 plus years yeah. and just grind and grind and grind. Yeah, absolutely. So you've obviously been through uh, you know, a lot. You've had injuries with your, your AFL career that you've gone through and stuff. What would you say the biggest setback you've had in your career? And, and talk us through how you sort of overcame that to give people a little bit of context. Ooh, good, good, good point. I probably had two, I guess, two big sort of setbacks, um, physical within uh, some injuries and then also with business. I'll touch on both. Um, so with my footy, I had um, up to about 15 operations on my knees and shoulders. Quite a lot. All from football, not one from CrossFit. How about that? Yeah, there's a, a little record for you CrossFit haters out there. <laughs> um, so yeah, some of those were you know quite serious injuries, um, knee reconstructions, shoulder recos, and so on. Um, the biggest sort of part that sort of had me um, sort of wondering where I was going with with my sort of fitness, with my football, and just in general fitness and health. Um, because I started um, exercise at such a young age, I, that's all I did. Um, that's what I was known for, sport and physical activity. I was working as a peer teacher. And one of, when I was ahead about operation number 12, um, I remember sitting with a surgeon. And, he, and I said, oh, when can I sort of you know, get back into it, you know, six, 12 months? And he put his hand on my shoulder and said, basically, son, you'll be doing nothing, 
more than a brisk walk for the rest of your life. And for someone who's done played sport since he was you know, eight or nine as a PE teacher, and and that's what I identified myself with. Um, that really sort of hit home, and um, it was a huge setback. Um, and but the way I sort of overcome it um, and to where I am today, where I can now you know snatch and heavy weight, um, I can sit out the back of a, of a surf break and and sort of look back to where I was and thinking. There was no way through this, but now mm. I'm you know, doing these things. So that was a big setback there, and I'm really sort of grateful now to be where I am and, and yeah. just knowing that there's always going to be setbacks. Everyone has setbacks. Everyone has problems. The only people who don't have problems are, are dead people. Yeah. So um, stuck with it and kept growing away and got to where I am today, which is really, really grateful for, for my own sort of physical fitness. Yeah. The other big one was probably um, part of the business, which yeah. you would know very much so. <laughs> yeah. uh, we, we had the business established for quite a few years and only a few years ago uh, we had a big sort of setback with the Brisbane City Council, um, landlords and um, some resident neighbours. Kenneth. Yeah. <laughs> Which almost came to the point where we were going to have to close the doors on the gym um, and almost to the point where I was going to lose my house, go bankrupt and absolutely everything. Um, but we just kept fighting through it, even when we thought it was just impossible, even when we actually then do get the clearance and then, you know, we had to go to court and spend huge amounts of money that we thought was just impossible to get through, we, uh, we stuck through it. And uh, even when we thought there was just absolutely no opportunity to uh, move forward and it was, it was going to be an end, we, we're here today and, and stuck Still through kicking. it and just kept grinding and just had resilience, really. Yeah. I think resilience is a, probably an amazing word to sum up CrossFit Cooper and the community obviously been through a lot with the change and we've obviously you can see the roller door behind us was once a roller door is now a, a solid wall and it's changed a lot but the feeling inside the gym's never changed and I think uh, the community you built from your three members to the ground up is a is a clear example of how you can do that so I think there's definitely some really good examples there from your stories of uh, again resilience and having that intrinsic motivation to keep going especially when people tell you uh, that's essentially over, whether it be your business going bankrupt or your body stopping you from doing what you sort of identify yourself as. You've always found a way to push through, which brings me to my second last question, which would obviously we're called the How Goods Living podcast, and I'm all about sort of bringing people like yourself into it who I, I see to be doing great things in the community and using their own motivation to create that. So, what does the hashtag How Goods Living mean to you? I think it, I think you've got to really appreciate the small things in life. Yeah. Um, like I said, just being able to sort of sit at the back of a surf break, watch the sun rise or set, knowing some of the challenges you've been through and appreciate those things like that. Appreciate relationships in your life, friends, employees, family. They're, they're super important more than anything else. And just, <coughs> impre just, just appreciate stuff, mm. just basically. You yeah. can't take stuff with you when you leave. That's it, exactly. Fantastic. Well, that almost sums us up for our episode today. As I said, we'll be capped at five minutes, but I've taken a lot of things out of my time with Lulu, but my favourite thing I've taken out of Lulu, I mean, is a question they always ask at the end of conversations, and it is, if you really knew me, you'd know that I am your job to finish that sentence. It can be as quirky, as serious, as deep as you like to go with it, but uh, I'm going to hand you it over, and it's your turn to finish that sentence. If you knew me... You know I'm not a deep man, so it won't be any deep. <laughs> I thought I'd try. <laughs> uh, I think, let's be honest, I'm pretty young at heart. I'm quite immature. <laughs> I just try to make every situation a joke. Yeah. 
I mean, I don't take life too serious unless I really have to. Yeah, perfect. Well, I think uh, the situation that we had in here with the council and stuff, you've uh, you've turned pretty mature to get through <laughs> that. So it can go both ways. But thanks for joining us today, guys. Um, hopefully you've enjoyed our little chat with Trent Hull. Uh, if you are in the Brisbane community, feel free to come on down and see us at CrossFit Cooper for a, uh, an opportunity to get your health and fitness right on track. But anything to add, Halsey, before we sign out? No, thank you. How good's living? How good's living. <laughs> Thanks, guys.